0: Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. A reminder: We're streaming live on Sportsnet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360 Monday to Friday from two to three p.m. Make sure you find the Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. And please rate and review our show. I'm your host William Liu. I'm joined by producer and co-host Alex Wong, and we're also joined in the first segment by the first person I ever followed when I signed up for Twitter.com. J.E. Skeets from the No Dunks podcast. What's going on, man? I was just listening to the end of the show today, and uh, I was like, Oh, yeah, you're coming on the show, and uh, it was one of those like break the fourth wall kind of things. So, Skeets, how are you doing?
1: Alex doesn't tell you when I'm coming on the show, no, I know,
0: I'm just not prepared enough for work. Evidently, I was just watching it before oh. work, you know, just trying to catch up on everything that's going on in the NBA, and you guys were stepping on the beach, and then at the very end, you're like, Yeah, I'm coming on the Raptor show, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I gotta go to work. So, uh, from one YouTuber <laughs> well, that's to awesome. another, uh, welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I'm uh, always excited to come on and uh, talk a little Raptors, talk a little NBA, have some larfs with you guys. I love coming on this show too because like I'll get like a random text later today, hopefully from a a friend or a family member in Toronto that just stumbled upon this and mm. like, oh, I saw you on this or heard you on this. So thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, mm. no, that's always the uh, I feel like the awesome part of this show is like I think Will and I sometimes will give like random shout outs on air too. Yeah. Just to see if anybody in the city is listening. Uh, sometimes they're not. <laughs> <To test them. laughs> I think we we're shouting out Amy <laughs> Ottenberg all, all off offseason. Like, hey, are you listening to these banter pods? If you are, send us some uh, basketball emojis. And, uh, you know, the text messages were silent. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a test to see who's <laughs> listening or not, which, which is always yeah. fun. But no, Skeets, appreciate you. you. know, before we even get into any topics, just want to say thanks. Um, you know, I know you and Tass took the time to record a, a hype video for us oh, yeah. um, to to help us promote the show in in the classic factory and you know actually Taz went went with the um went the extra mile uh because on one of our banter pods in the off season we were joking in the hour 4 about wanting people to send in clips of them saying hello and welcome in different languages mm-hmm. uh, because <laughs> this is obviously Wills catchphrase and, and Taz actually sent us over a hello and welcome in Greek so here's the on air debut Yes, caló cierta testers raptors so so, wow. do you want to wow. use this regularly, Will, or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We but also, I want to
0: extend top. that once again. Like, I would actually love to have, like, 30 editions of Hello
2: and Welcome. Yeah, maybe make that the intro or something. Yeah, because this, for me, is, like, the... Um, I think the Raptors still do this on the court, right? The We the North in like, all the different languages? Yes. And things like that. So, yep. this would be the uh, Raptors show version. Uh, Skeets, and anything you can contribute to this?
1: <laughs> I was going to say, do you want me to, like, give you a really... Poorly done, like Atlanta version?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we would yeah, love okay, that. Okay, all
1: right. Okay, so so what am I supposed to be saying again? Hello, hello, and, what, walk, what, hello and welcome
2: to the Raptor Show.
1: Okay, here we go. My Atlanta version as a Canadian living here. Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show, y'all.
2: <laughs> all right.
1: All right. We're <laughs> all I think maybe it. we'll
2: keep the Taz one. Uh, that was
1: appreciate. perfect. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Appreciate Skeets. No, but it's always amazing to me, always thinking about Will, uh, first ever Twitter follow. Um, and you know, Skeets and I, Skits and I used to roll in the same condo building. We always joke about this, the, the <laughs> that's barbecue <true>. meetup. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's that's kind of that's a, here's the thing. Before, before I want to know, yeah, go ahead.
1: Will have you ever muted me for like a week or two though? Why? No, oh, I'm, I'm just never. curious. No, never. Okay, Why? good. Why Respect. Thank you. Oh, well, I'm just wondering, you know, sometimes I'll go on some, like, Twitter runs, maybe some threads you don't want to read. No, no, I wouldn't no. be upset.
0: No, you're not one of those yeah. accounts. Trust me, I've, I've got dozens of accounts that I follow that I'm <laughs>
1: muted. <laughs> but you are not one of the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, live-tweeting every single Raptors possession. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, man. It can, be much. it can be much. No, respects to those people. Um, But listen, Skeets, the Raptors are playing... In Brooklyn tonight, it's the start of a really tough five-game stretch uh, at Brooklyn tonight, and then they go to Miami tomorrow, and then they play another road game in Miami on Monday, and then Philadelphia is coming here for two games at Scotiabank Arena. So, you know, my new theory is, because I know, you know, at No Dunks and here on the Raptor Show across all podcasts, we're always doing season preview content, right? And, you know, breakout players, predictions, tiers, all of that. My new thing, Skeets, I don't know how you feel about this. I feel like we shouldn't do any season prediction content until we've watched one game of every team in the regular season.
1: Mm. So you just want to really lean into the wild banter pods during the <laughs> uh, summer off season and just talk about nonsense. Hey, we do it too. Yeah, um, but at a certain point, Alex, I mean, you gotta you got to do your prediction podcast just to fill some airtime for those first couple of
2: games, right? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's just so hard when you go into the season and you feel good about, like, certain teams making additions, how they're playing in preseason, all of this stuff. And then it's like I watch the Lakers on opening night, and I'm like, oh, I wish I picked them to go 17 and 65. Like, you got <laughs> to right, watch them yeah. play in one real game first. Yeah, that's true. Well, what we did on
1: the uh, podcast today, on the Drop Podcast with No Dunks, is – we pretended that we're celebrating mulligan month, we called it, and mm. that you can walk back your predictions that you don't feel good about after a game or two for some of these teams. So, you know, we, we did that. I would encourage you guys to do that.
2: That's actually a good one. Let's do that right now. Uh, Will, do you have a, <laughs> a mulligan, that a prediction, or maybe a team or a player that you're high on that you would like to walk back three after, days into the season? After one game? After three games? like three yep. days into the season, after everything uh, that you've
0: watched. Um... I don't know, man. The Sixers, they did make some additions, but so far they look uninspired. And and Embiid doesn't look entirely happy with uh, James Harden just being James Harden again. He was like, oh, we love James when he's the point guard. And I'm the (laughs) scorer." And now it's like, oh, now I'm waiting for a kick out from James. So, I mean, I don't know. The Sixers have not looked that impressive. I mean, they've had like two of the toughest opponents in the East so far. But I was watching the game last night. But I mean, neither the Bucks nor the Sixers were impressive to me. It was one of those games where it was just like, please make it end. Like, I would love to rather. I'd, honestly, I'd love to see the Lakers instead of this. <laughs> and the the Bucs ultimately won on a, a West Matthews three. But it's like, um, yeah,
2: I don't know. The Sixers have not impressed me on either end, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get your thoughts on this, too, Skeets. Like, I wonder, too, because I was watching. We were watching Raptors-Cavs on opening night. And, you know, the whole first half, I was like, man, this is a really mid-game. Like, like, no, you really said they're having a mid off. <laughs> yeah, like they were a, having a mid off during the game. Yeah. And I felt the same way at times with Buck Sixers, but I actually don't think it's the teams. I just think because of all the talk about the competitive balance and how many good teams there are in the East, I just think we're just gonna get a lot of these games because of how close the yeah. teams are. Like that's why the games I, I are. I can ugly. see that happening. Yeah, I can
1: see that happening. I think. Uh, I mean, I hope it ends with the victory like we got on Wednesday night from the Raps. But I feel like there's gonna be a lot of Raptors games like that. Uh, that are like this this back and forth affair where you know they they struggle to score at times but then their defense gets them back into the game and then they get hot maybe, maybe a couple guys knock down some threes and it just sort of like you know your heart's going the entire time uh until crunch time there and then they can hopefully take over in some of them or most of them I guess but uh yeah I hear what you're saying. And we talked about the Sixers a lot just to go back to that to take a mulligan. Tass and Trey were both very high on the Sixers. They were saying number one seed in the East, mm-hmm. you know, lock it in. Uh, Tass had Embiid for MVP. So that mm-hmm. one was a popular one to walk back on today's show. Uh, yeah. After seeing their first two games.
2: Yeah. I just, I was just a little skeptical because, you know, too many people talking about how DeAnthony Melton was going to change the landscape of the East in the off season for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yeah. once they a yeah. Doc rivers, you know, you kind of remember this is still the same Sixers team, but, you know, having said all that, that we shouldn't do any, uh, you know, early season impressions or predictions. Uh, Skeets, what is your impression of the Toronto Raptors after exactly <laughs> one game?
1: 82 and 0, baby. Uh, let's overreact. I will say I thought you had an error in the rundown, uh, Alex, when you had the upcoming schedule with at Miami, at Miami, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, uh, obviously in Toronto. It's like, oh, he he accidentally put it twice. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this thing uh, mm-hmm. where we're going to like like, have a series, like, it's a baseball, uh, you know, series now. Um, oh, please, this play, is a like...
0: sensitive subject. Please don't say that.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no mentions. Uh, well, anyway. no, no mentions of any two-game oh, baseball series, man, oh, no, please. No, okay, good point. Good point, good point. So, but it caught me by surprise, because I forgot that they were doing that in the NBA this season, uh, which is going to be a little strange, um, but hopefully because there's less travel, because you're just staying there. Uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, no teams will get in trouble in South Beach uh, staying there oh. for an, uh, an extra uh, amount of time. But to the Raptors, um, solid, solid first game, first win. I think uh, the advantage that they have... Now, I know Nurse has talked about, like, these first 20 games, we're going to be, you know, tinkering with lineups and see what works and what doesn't. And that makes sense. Like, he's he's going to do that, and, and as you should. But I think the Raptors' advantage... Over a lot of teams will be the continuity of uh, basically just running back the same team, running the same systems, uh, everybody should know what they're doing defensively for the most part, and sort of the pecking order uh, when it comes to the offensive end, at least like who we're going to start uh, initiating the offense with and we saw it sort of at the end. Uh, I know I know Will was talking about this on a, I think it was a podcast, maybe with Blake, but you guys were talking about the game where it was like you know it 's Fred and Pascal um, sort of like pick and roll action mm-hmm. there. Yep. And and I think that's just a huge advantage. Like, I hope the Raptors, you know, have – can take advantage of that where a lot of these teams, be it the Cavs, like integrating Donovan Mitchell and, you know, the Hawks with DeJounte Murray. All oh, it goes on and on and on. That they'll have – that will be like a little leg up on these other squads because it's like, well, we've been doing this for a while and you're trying to figure it out while we're just tinkering around the edges. So, it was a good game. I really – my other thing was I love seeing Van Vliet take just nine shots, mm. <laughs> as weird as that might yep. sound. Um because I'm excited about the possibility of like Van Vliet, you know, hopefully leaning more into like that Lowry style guy where it's like, sure. Some nights we need 30 from you, but a lot of the time play defense, be the table setter and uh, let these other guys, uh, you know, hopefully cook. And it was a pretty balanced effort. um, When you look at the box score and and what they contributed, uh, all the starters there. So good game, you know, really, really happy with uh, the victory in the end. It got tight, but, uh, they pulled it out and, and executed when it came to fouling and, and hitting just enough free throws.
0: Yeah, excuse, I was going to say that, that's a great point about Fred because, um you know, there wasn't a lot of focus on Fred after game one. I think, uh, obviously, Pascal looked good. Scotty made a whole bunch of plays in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. But, you know, when I watched back the game on Fred, it was kind of like that larry S kind of performance where he kind of chipped in in a lot of places. And I'm thinking of just about, like, look, that, that extension – didn't ultimately get reached between the Raptors and Fred Van Vliet. However, every time Fred's asked about this, he just says, I love the Raptors. I have a great relationship with management. This is always going to be something that, you know, he sees a future here in. Um, so it does make me feel confident, even though without the extension, that there's a long-term future. And it's like, but at the same time, as a player going into a contract year, essentially, only taking nine shots, like that can't necessarily be on a night-to-night basis. Um, do you think that that's a little bit hard to sell with Fred? Or do you think Fred's just so emotionally mature and, and, and selfless that, you know, he's willing to sort of play whatever role it takes to get the team to win? Because there is that strong yeah. relationship, as he mentions.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's the latter, honestly, okay. with Fred. Okay. Um, I think as long as the wins are there, I think it's a yeah, whole different yeah, ballgame right. if it's, you know, your 500 or the team's struggling and not meeting expectations. If they're winning, you know, more games than uh, than they're losing, uh, you know, at a decent clip, then I I see Van Vliet. Because that's, that's a funny way to look at it, back to the Lowry comparison. It's like, the best Raptors games did feel like a lot of the time where like, Lowry was a was a second or third thought, right? Mm. And then you're like, oh, look at all the little things he did. Look at the contributions defensively, setting up guys, you know, hitting, you know, timely shots. And then it was like, and then everybody loves him. Like, he's the groat, in my opinion. So it's Mm -hmm. like, if Van can do that, that's that's probably good for the Raptors moving forward because that means, you know, Siakam's got the 25 and OG's flirting with 20 and Gary Trent's hit some, uh, you know, three or four threes in a game. So like, I like that balance, I guess, more and not having you know, really hopefully having to play Van Vliet, you know, 40 minutes and, and take your 20 shots and stuff oh, like that. Don't I don't worry, think he played he'll care if the wins night. are there.
2: Yeah, I was just yeah gonna, well,
1: that's okay. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to
2: say Fred Van Vliet minutes watch because because Nick Nurse did say at media day that he's going to bring his minutes down. I think Fred was mm-hmm. like 37 and, and a half, like minutes around there last mm-hmm. year per game. And yeah, just pulled it up 39. You know what
0: though? Not 39. all minutes are the same though.
2: For real? not Yes, real. No. we have established If, if you're running the yes. pick and roll and,
0: and it's on you to create and drive and, and make the play happen every single Time down like it was at the start of last yes. season when there were injuries that's a that's a more different 39 than than
2: what fred no I, I think i think that's a really good point point. and like i want to conserve that fred energy for the fourth quarter when he's coming up with those huge defensive yep. plays yeah like i think like jared allen to the ground yeah. i mean like he's a full foot shorter than him and jared allen's got the ball yeah. above his head like that's toughness right there yeah no that's incredible no i think you guys make really good points i think this is going to be like the push and pull with talking about the raptors this season it's like so many players have these individual expectations right like you look at just the starting five, um, you know, all of them, you know, could potentially be averaging 15-plus points a game. And, you know, you're going to be looking at these different scenarios in different games. I think certain guys are going to get more touches, and then, you know, that might become a conversation of how to get everybody involved. My my overreaction from the first after the first game is that at some point this season uh, the Raptors starting five is going to be like the Atlanta Hawks that year. They're gonna the starting five oh, is going to yeah. win Player of the Month. Yeah, oh, that, that, that's my that's, prediction. Well, can we get four All Stars into the All Star game then? Oh, uh, you know what? That was that was like pretty ridiculous. Like congrats to the to the Hawks, but Kyle Korver All Star just
0: doesn't <laughs> sit right with me. I don't know. Kyle played well. I mean, I don't, excuse. Were you in Atlanta at that time? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yep, for sure. W- I remember. Was there really that they, much yeah, Kyle Korver hype? Well, yeah, the hype you're, you guys were saying was, like, they didn't lose in the month, right? Um, okay. And was it not – it may have been January. It was good – it was well-timed by the Hawks, I think. Somebody could fact-check me. I feel okay. like it was the month of January where they didn't lose, and then that led into the All-Star game, and they had everybody, uh, you know, getting the accolades there. It was a bit of a stretch, for sure, Corver making it. I mean, he was important to their wins, but, like, you know. He's, mm. he's not on an all-star level. He was probably averaging like 15 points per game or something like that. And it was like, oh, this guy's been in the in the league for a long time, and I throw him a bone. He may have been a replacement for all I, for all I know, too. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, fair
0: enough. There were some suspect all-stars in the East over the, over the years. Goran Dragic. <laughs> for sure. We're still going of
2: Goran. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Goran. Come on, man. It's season yeah, two, A year man. later, we're still salty let's, for no reason. Please, yeah. let's, let's move on. <laughs> Didn't he beat Kyle Lowry the other night? Who cares? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It just took 15 minutes for the bias to start. Showing, uh, we're just having such a great, uh, you know, down the middle chat about the NBA. <laughs> this guy just invokes Goron Dragic for no out reason. Of nowhere, man. Uh, speaking of Raptors uh, fan favorites, uh, you know, the Raptors are taking on Utah Watanabe and the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> oh, tonight. And you know, friend of the program, Utah, yeah, uh, dropped uh, another wonderful Players Tribune. Essay uh, from another former Raptor. I think the Players Tribune essay from 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 former current Raptors players is deep at this point. Yeah, we got Norm. We got yeah. Kyle. We got yeah. uh, Utah. Did Demar write one? Maybe. maybe not. Maybe it was too a little bit a little bit too close to home at that point. Um, trying to think who else. Patrick Patterson <laughs> wrote right. one way back. <laughs> uh, a Space Jam two review. I think, listed maybe. out listed out all the theaters. I don't know <laughs> where to get your scene points. No, but but here's um you know here's what Utah wrote about. Toronto, he said, I love Toronto. It was a big city, also had a peacefulness. It was wonderful. There were lakes and lots of natural beauty with a real sense of calm. Skeets, is this how you remember Toronto? (laughs)
1: I guess sort of, but every time I come home, it's the exact opposite of that. That Uh, Especially living here in Atlanta, the South moves at a different pace. Uh So uh, calm when I come to Toronto. No, I wouldn't say that, but it is, it is beautiful. I know what you just say in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he also went on to say the fans in Toronto are very passionate. And even after I left the team, many people still sent me kind messages through social media. William Lou, that includes you. Uh,
0: I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Do I run my own social media account on, on Instagram? I don't think I do. I, I believe you said that, Alex.
2: Yeah, so Skeets, I was told by Will to send a message from his IG account to see if, if Utah would want to go for ramen right before he left Toronto. And, we should get
0: ramen, the three of us.
2: And it's um, it still has not been seen. So um, let's let's put an end to this era. But no, like, honestly, man, I, I miss Utah, and I'm rooting for, for Utah and Brooklyn. You know, he's in such a great, harmonious environment and an organization there, I think i think well, great things are ahead for him
0: yeah um <laughs> i don't know man that, that that situation's tough they do lack wings so okay. maybe you to get some playing time but then i saw him miss an open three and stuff so i was like all
2: right yeah and no no, no we're the same no we're rooting for utah utah was obviously a raptor show favorite and skeets mm-hmm. i know you day one raptors guy um who who your all-time favorite like fan favorite raptors players like not the obvious guys but the deep cuts. Right.
1: Right, right, not your, not your Lowry's or, uh, you know, uh, you know, obviously Vince and stuff like that. Well, what about uh, does Matt Bonner count? That's a good one.
2: Oh yeah, that's a really count. I mean, People yeah, forget he was awesome. only
1: here for like a year. I know, I know. Didn't it feel like he was there so much longer? Yeah. How, how um, do he already got the he, Red Rocket nickname too? By the way, that was quick. Because he took one. the TTC,
2: right? Did he? Yeah. actually? Yeah, he yeah. I think he, he took the TTC. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, um, I would go with him. He was like really, <laughs> he was always great to our show when we were up there mm, uh, yeah. Then at that time as the Basketball Jones. So like he filmed stuff with us. I think when he was on the Spurs, like we did a whole campaign to try and get him in the uh, three-point contest. We thought he was deserving of a spot and he eventually got in, but yeah. not the year we were trying. Right. Um, You know, we played a small part in getting him there. He was awesome. I mean, yeah. it was just a... I I just know him personally. I think I went saw a couple shows at the Horseshoe Tavern with him. Uh, wow. so he's a Damn. he's a, a a great rap. He was a solid um, player yeah. and had obviously an incredible career, really. Um, but yeah, for one year only, there is wild when you when you say that. Will
0: did you guys take the five ten without paying? Because that's that's how you know you're a real <laughs> Torontonian. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> no i mean i lived i uh, look i lived where alex lived i just walked over there oh fair enough,
0: fair enough. <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: yeah. All right, i man. probably had a bike i, I think a i have generational bike and, wealth did it get over st- and i know what you're gonna ask did it get stolen absolutely It got uh, stolen. yeah oh man another, that's part of the classic yeah,
2: how come they never talk about that in the players how come we never hear about that how come it's just always the passionate fans You <laughs> didn't rediscover you know, the, 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 the quiet here. lakes you know this guy went to queen's key one time you know yeah
1: yeah uh <laughs> Okay, uh, let me give you some more, though. Yeah, A of couple course, others.
2: Of course. Really yeah. random. These
1: are super random names, but for whatever reason, I like to figure or two about them. Um, Walt Williams. That oh was a yeah. big Walt Williams fan. You
2: guys got to explain this yeah. to me, man. So, Walt Williams came in year two because Tracy Murray was like the original three-point shooter, and that uh, was right. going to be one of my deep cuts. And then he he signed a minimum contract, so he had he went to yep. Washington after year one, and they brought in Walt Williams, and he was like our sharpshooter. Yeah. Like, like if was, Matt uh, Thomas was like, you know, 99%. It's amazing the stats sure. Walt Williams put up in that contract
1: here. Like, he averaged 16, 5, and 3 for the uh, Raps. Mike James, like Mike James is not impressed
2: by that, to be honest. Wow, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Wizard had the socks. Yes, the high socks. Yeah, he was there for a year or two. So, okay, Walt Williams. That yeah. didn't impress Will. He was upset No, I wasn't. Okay, the problem
2: is he came to this country in, like, 2001. 2000. Yeah. yeah, 2000. So, anything before that – uh Raptors related uh, is it's hard is hard for him. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, what about this player? I think he was I think he came in the trade for Doug Christie. Uh the big nasty, corliss Williamson. Yeah, that's also performed. Oh my time. god, sorry, man. This is a generational
2: difference, man. Oh, I thought you were gonna god. say like Jamario
0: Moon or something.
2: I thought you knew basketball. This is why I can man. only no, book... I, I know who he is. I just This is why yeah. I can only book guests from that are like under <laughs> Yo, any 15-year-old Raptors fans out there nah, no, want Ra- an opportunity next Friday? hit me, know, me up, man? man. Oh, my here, God. Here,
1: here, Will. Let me give you one. Yeah. Have you heard of Coloco? Are you oh, a fan of him? Oh, yeah. You know God. Okay, there you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. I do think um, Coloco is going to gain fan-favorite status. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: I think he already is. He already has that kind of, like... Who is the fan-favorite candidate on this team, man? Right now? Yeah. Scotty. I think Scotty. You know no, immensely but no, Scotty's popular too Scotty good. is? Scotty's too good to make that. Like, if you have a Google Pixel commercial, like, you're, like, mainstream. Okay, fair. Like, fair. like it's, it's got to be like a deep cut fan okay. favorite, right? Um, Wancho, cut. Although I was trying to figure out, Wancho what, did Wancho... get a huge
0: cheer for because the, they they lined up all the Raptors and they were like, <laughs> yeah, Wancho, Hernan Gomez, and it went
2: nuts. People were
1: going crazy. Yeah,
2: if you were in a Netflix movie, you would get a huge ovation as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, show us to Wancho. I'm not trying to take that away from him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my final one. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if we'll will remember the name, but it's okay. Um, and it was for a, it was for nothing he did. Like when it came to playing basketball, because I remember him being like uh, quite poor at that. Uh, but <laughs> Rok- Roko Yukic. Oh, oh I remember, yeah, I remember
0: Roko. Oh, okay, yeah. Now Big here's point the guard.
1: only reason, only reason I loved him, yeah. and and Andrew Wiggins still does this to this day. It's tough to just like explain it on the uh, on the on the air here, but it's I, I'm doing it while I'm saying it. But yeah. they sort of stand, like when they're just like a break and play, they stand. The best way I can put it is they stand like a pregnant woman. Okay. So they they fold, you put your arms on your back like down by your waist, yeah, but you yeah, sort yeah. of okay. flip your hands over? Yeah, Wiggins um, does do um, that. And he would do that all the time and Andrew mm. Wiggins still does it. So okay. shout out to Roko. What a what a Canadian tradition there,
0: Roko Ukic. Yeah. And, and yeah, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he wasn't Canadian, but
2: he Lots a game of down. Yeah, lots of random point guards, man. Ben i Um, I'm trying to think of guys who play like like just a couple games. You remember Skeets Rod Strickland was on the Raptors? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> The, the Kyrie mentor. All right, man. This is a good gives a good lesson to never do any segments involving pre-2000 Raptors on this show when Will is on. <laughs> uh moving on yep. to uh the current day Raptors. So I think a lot of people were really excited before uh opening night when the Raptors official account dropped uh the set of media day photos that was taken by the mm-hmm. Tier 0 team. I'm sure everybody knows all the Raptors fans know um, what we're referring to these mm-hmm. awesome portraits. You know, there was that amazing photo of OG and Messiah and of the individual players. And friend of the program, Oren Weisfeld, actually spoke to the Tier Zero crew for Complex Canada. So everybody should look that up. Go follow Oren on Twitter, look up the account. Um, the guys talked about their inspirations. And for people that don't know tier zero, um, you know, like guys like Charlie Lindsay, Jamal Berger, like they've done a lot of stuff in the Raptors space. Like, yeah, I think absolutely. they they try to keep themselves behind the scenes and just let the content speak for themselves. But they've been at Media Day for, I want to say, the last three or four years. They were involved with How Hungry Are You, yep. the Pascal content at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're responsible for as well. So people should, you know, if people didn't know because I saw a lot of Raptors fans being like, yo, who took these amazing photos? Um, you know, definitely follow tier zero because they do a lot of great stuff here in the city. Now, the other thing I want to run by you guys is as the photos were being released... The Raptors, you know, dropped them individually and gave nicknames to every single player. Mm. Now, every time we talk about nicknames on the show, you know, uh, obligated to shout out Enes Esmer for coming up with Spice and Dice uh, yeah. amongst the other 14 yeah. nicknames that were rejected last season. Um, so I want to, I'm just going to read these nicknames out right now in this list and I want to get you guys reactions for it. So pretty obvious ones. Fred was steady. Freddy, Pascal P Skills, Gary Trent Jr., GTJ, OG Ananobi, OG3, Chris Boucher, Slim Duck. Scotty Barnes is four. And then you have Precious, the Fresh Prince. Uh, Thad Young is Thadjik Johnson. And here comes some of my favorites. Jeff Down Jr., don't doubt him, Jr. Um, <laughs> come on, man. Come Yo, on. Actually, this is my favorite one. Kem Birch, chemistry with a K. <laughs> Kem Birch is literally a team term. Shouts to Kem. So uh, Ron cool, Harper man. Jr., Rutgers, Ron. Justin Champeni, just.
1: wrong? Just. That, that's not a, I know. The, some of these are just that, brutal. That's a, that's, a, that's a CV. That's not a nickname. Hold on,
2: man. Justin <laughs> Champenny, just him. Champagny, yeah. uh Malachi Flynn, Flynn Sanity. You can't uh, we, take Lynn Sanity. Uh, man. That would hurt me. Oh, no, no, you
1: can't wait to Flynn watch the, HBO the documentary nickname. on Flynn. Yeah. Oh, the man. Lynn Sanity
2: run was him in Tampa. Like, that can't be it. Ah, <sighs> Christian Coloco, CeeLo, Otto Porter, Mr. Automatic. And Wancho because he's Bo Cruz, the Cruz missile, mm, right. Skeets. Any wow. favorites out of the group? <laughs> oh, and, and Delano Banton, Dubber Don. I like that one actually. Dubber Don is sick to
1: me. Yeah, that one. That one I don't mind. Yeah. Um. Okay. I like like some of the the early ones. You said fine. You know, I I think Siakam just as spicy. I know spicy P, but I like just spicy for him. Mm. What? Why? Can you explain? I mean, I think I know the reason why. But
0: four for Scotty. It's just a n- number, I guess. Yeah, it's or a nice. number. And
2: he refers to himself as that uh, on social. Oh that's I guess yeah. the fourth yeah, pick. Yeah, he'll always go yes. let's go four like, yeah. like he refers yeah. to himself as yeah. that.
1: Okay. Scotty 2 hot, he's way better. Um <laughs> I like uh I like Gucci Gary for uh, G T J Yeah, I'm Trent. not a
0: fan of nicknames that are just your your, your name like a, abbreviated. Like or like yeah. your, your initials. Like it's it's not we Same thing a... with OG three. It's not C P three, like OG three. <laughs> Who's <laughs> ever called OG O G
2: three? Well, I mean we also, can start. I can use these names all season if you want. Yeah. Like let's talk about chemistry, man. By the way, chemistry is in tonight. Yeah. Chemistry, okay. aka oh, Birch is yeah, is available. So we
1: call Birch the tree man. That's what yeah. we call him. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not, better. That's
2: no, better. I just love, I just love chemistry because because you know, Skeets, when uh when Strizzy does the introductions yes. uh, for the yep. starting lineups at the games. When Kem Birch is in the starting lineup, uh, his nickname is just representing We the North.
0: Yeah, because everyone else is like <laughs> by way of the UK. Yeah, they've or like, got their your, own your, like, your NBA, NBA yeah, yeah. All Star for Evan Vliet, or like get your hands—it's time to tap in, get your hands clapping for Gary, which I really do like that one. You love that Gary one. claps a I lot, can, so like I, I, get I can that confirm one. you love that in Kem the booth. just saying yeah. We the North. Like we got to get one more than than We the North. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying you know I, I want that much from a starting intro, but
2: listen, nicknames nicknames are hard, so I'm not going to be too hard on this.
0: What about the fresh? Fritz. Like you, you flip the the F oh, and the P. Right.
2: The nah, this, nicknames no, nicknames are okay. hard, yeah, man. These are not no, good. nicknames are hard. My only issue is there's two hymns on this team, and the two hymns are <laughs> yeah, Jeff Down right. Jr. and Justin petty We I, I, <laughs> right. I think we need a rule on that like each team can designate one hymn. Yeah, yeah, right. I feel like yeah. there, I feel like the hymn that you know, there it's like an epidemic right now. Like everybody who drops like 18 points in a quarter is suddenly him. <laughs> Like you can, yeah. there can't be this many hymns yeah, in the you're NBA. You're right, you're right. One of them could just, be like a like a religious no. song, like a hymn. <laughs> no, just like, hymns. He
1: no, just, he like just sings choir. No, there's prayer too.
2: emojis. Get your prayer emojis. <laughs> no, up. there's just too many hymns. Yeah. I Anyways, agree. I just wanted to point out that that, you know, I think we talked about this last season too. Like, we're going through a nickname draw right now, Skeets, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it's tough. It's tough. Nicknames yeah, it's, are hard right it's,
1: now. It's, it's difficult. What is what is your take on the Mr. Automatic for Otto Porter Jr.? Because I actually don't mind it. Yeah, but it's actually not bad. Do you have to... Like, he's a career 40% three-point shooter, but it's been a few seasons since he's flirted with that. So I'm like, to be automatic, like, what threshold does he have to hit for the Raps? You know what I mean? Maybe he only drives automatic, no, no I, manual. No,
2: but we talked... Because Otto loves his cars, yeah, and Will was talking cars. about it with him. So I think this is like a double... Entendre situation You know Like Mr. Oh, automatic Friday's Mr. Show, automatic You know I, I think that's amazing You know They should put him On the nauseomatic cover As Automatic You know Here's a free design idea okay. For everyone like that, yeah. uh, Once again Just handing out free ideas But yeah No uh, Rutgers Ron Is, is, is uh, growing on me as well <laughs> I, I like no, the idea of just no. taking someone's uh alumni and <laughs> the first in the first name. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. So we're gonna call Lee Ben Osman uh Toronto Metropolitan University Lib. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're UTM Alex. <laughs> yeah. No, you no, no UT Scarborough, man. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Um but yeah. So anyways, just wanna point out the nickname drought. Well listen, Skeets, I, I know we've kept you for, for longer than I told you we were going to. I really appreciate you joining us hope to have you on uh during the season as well everybody should go ahead and check out subscribe to no dunks i'm sure everybody does already and uh actually last shout out to a uh, friend of the program uh jerome aka black dragon roll Yo, who salute. joined the no dunks team. Yeah. Yeah. great great yeah, addition that's right. right damn
1: yeah, we lost Lee Ellis and uh, replaced him with uh, Jerome. And uh, you know, look, it's tough to replace the Aussie, but uh, Jerome's killing it. Like night one, he uh, made a video for us that like went viral with like two million clicks. So it was like, hey, good start. So, oh, we saw yeah, that. We're, he, pretty, he put, we're pretty pumped to have him on the team.
2: He put Jordan Poole's face on Draymond's suit, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how <laughs> the technology is able to do all this stuff now. It freaks me out, but uh, that was good use of that was good use of
0: invasive technology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awesome. So uh, thanks for having me, though, guys. And uh, go Raps.
0: Appreciate you. Always. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break right here. I'm your host, Will. That's Alex Wong. You're listening to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network.
2: Breaking down the top stories in the NHL every day. The Jeff Merry Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. I'm your host, William Lou. I continue to join producer and co host, Alex Wong. As we do at the end of each week on The Raptors Show on Fridays, we give our shout outs. And Alex, being the gracious person that he is, will do all these shout outs
2: for us. Oh, God. All right. Let's see what's under the company man section. Uh, shouts to Derek Brandeo and Jennifer Olnick, as always. So nice to, to be back in studio and with the entire team. And also, you know, we have a lot, we have great people supporting us behind the scenes. You know, welcome to Vang to the team, Kyle Craig, JR, who was hanging out with you at the uh, booth at the arena the other night. Yeah, JR, JR, man. Yeah, becoming a mini Will Lou, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. So people <laughs> know that There's <laughs> a in the, in the booth. Yeah, I never know if the Raptors are down 25 in the first quarter every game, just with the n- negativity permeating from the booth. Yeah, well. And, um, you know, Will and JR definitely bringing that energy. Uh, DT, Greg Sansoni, Flash, thank you for for all the help. Finally got my work email set up on my phone, etc., which is great. Shouts to um, former Global Ambassador Faisal Kamisa, Mm. who, I don't know if you saw this, uh, he named every single Taylor Swift song on a Sportsnet broadcast yesterday to celebrate the release of the new album.
0: Yeah, I saw that on uh billboard. are you lebron right now no 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 no. I saw, I saw that on billboard legit no they wrote a whole piece about
2: um Faisal oh when he okay did. wow yeah,
0: so go to billboard i know Faisal's gonna love Twitter. that no he already
2: retweeted it oh okay yeah, so i know he's loving that um so yeah i'm taking suggestions if you guys want me to reference um any album uh preferably 90s hip-hop oasis or um i think that's all i listened to actually i i can do that for a show for you
0: it's a real duality of man right there. 90s hip-hop or Oasis.
2: Yeah, and by the way, speaking of music, shouts to uh, Dylan Brown letting me know that, you know, Death Cab for Cutie are here next June at Massey Hall. You already got tickets? Yeah, grab those general mission tickets. Going to hang out with Dylan mm. and uh, Mary, Mary Brown. So yeah. that's going to be amazing. Yeah, you don't seem excited by any of this anyways. Appreciate all the guests this week. Nick Nurse for sitting down with Will Lou That's right. at practice. That's a Nick. Great vibes. He was in a great mood. Uh, Mo De Keel, who's now banned from Toronto for <laughs> suggesting that the Raptors should trade OG. Uh. I don't know what it is, man. Like, when we bring people on from the U.S., like, I think I do need to prep them and basically say, like, don't say anything bad about the Raptors. Specifically OG Ananobi.
0: This is a propaganda program, first and foremost.
2: Uh, mostly. Mostly. Um, you know, David Thorpe also, I think, tentatively banned um, for suggesting uh, an OG for Terry Rozier trade. You didn't get a chance to react to it on the show. Yeah. Because you guys were going off air, you're out of time. Um, yeah, thoughts on uh thoughts on this trade proposal.
0: If 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 Charlotte called with that proposal, I'd I'd maybe call back with like, would you take Gary? Hmm. But uh, yeah. No, Roger's very talented. Like I, I don't. I think I know what Coach was saying, but I I think OG's just a little too valuable, and I think he won't, he showed that against Cleveland. So.
2: And do you think the Raptors really need to like address their backup point guard pr- problem, like? in this I mean, way
0: since it's the same roster we'll have the same discussions uh, around like trade deadline or even buyout season or whatever it's just like one of the two additions i like to see the raptors address if not both is a center and a, a third guard off the like a third guard in your rotation so your first guard off the bench okay like those are the upgrades that you need to make um even like for example center like you watch that cleveland game you're like damn cleveland did score a lot in the paint and like the raptors really did have a hard time like um you know keeping the Cavs from shooting at the basket and you got guys you know like Scotty and Pascal who played you know a lot of like rim defense you know getting into foul trouble I know that a lot of the fouls weren't actually at the rim but uh yeah you know you, you do wonder like okay maybe um you know if you if you got a proper five in there it really helps you balance out your team but you know at the same time I think the Raptors also like this vision 6-9 thing and as a closing lineup I think it's pretty effective like we saw uh you know uh against Cleveland.
2: Yeah, shouts to Savannah Hamilton, Matt oh, Devlin. Oh, yeah, we're we'll doing shout-outs, right? Go ahead. Joining us in studio. Blake Murphy, enjoy your next couple of weeks off. Mm-hmm. Blake's taking some time off. and of well course, deserved.
0: well, well, well deserved.
2: Jay Skeets, man. and just I'll give a couple shout-outs. Gavin from uh, Vintage 905. They play the show at the store um, every nice. day, nice. I believe, hopefully, nice. every day. Uh, saw my guy Young from GQ living in New York. He came back from the home opener on Wednesday. Okay. I think he was in a vintage Charles Oakley jersey. Why didn't he say hi? Uh, I said hi to him at oh, halftime. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, that's what you want to have. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, shouts to Kai, um, you know Raptors. Raptors uh, collector, number one collector, jersey right collector. Follow him. Sexy beast on IG. It's oh, It's okay. a it's a friendly account. Okay. <laughs> it's just Raptors jerseys. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And and also Alex from ET Canada saw him at the Raptors game as well. shout Shouts uh-huh. to Kevin from Livestock. Message yesterday. He Put on the show. He's like, "Why weren't you on air?" Um. Well, that's what my mom asked me too. Uh. Zo at the arena. Shouts to Zo. Always good Shousta vibes. Shouts to man. Shouts Tristan. Looking trim,
0: too. With the, yeah, the, man. The hairline was very crisp. Everyone yeah, knows man. what we're talking about.
2: No, shouts to Zo. Shouts to Tristan, a.k.a. Half good. Everybody should follow him on Twitter, IG. I believe he's bringing back the game day posters once again this season. Um, shouts to our manager, Elaine Kwan. You yeah, to of say course. Elaine's no, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Shouts to Trevor. Trevor, Super fresh is on Uber yep. Eats now, by the way. I don't know if you know that. I don't know that, but Buy one, maybe, get maybe, one. I'll just, maybe I'll just stop by the store. Buy one, get one situation. Uh, oh, word? Right, yeah, Never yeah.
0: mind. I will, I will be ordering a pickup then.
2: Yeah, and my boy John, the degenerate gambler, got that three-game parlay going tonight. Appreciate you, John. Yeah, man. Don't bet on the Pistons. What are you doing? Uh, anyways, I'm going to save the rat and the ox. Um, you know, we had a rat, rat and the ox uh, segment. Are, are we teasing this again? Yeah, we're going to tease it. I save it for the banter pod. Oh. Might save it for, you know, I don't know. When are we going to do, do the banter do pod, by the way? Uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. So coming up? Yeah, coming up. Okay, all right. So we'll figure that out. But did you see this on uh, Friday housekeeping? Yeah. Um. Uh, so you know how the Raptors have been uh, doing this thing, especially in the preseason and I think on opening night, just kind of dropping tickets off? Yeah. At like different locations around the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. And, yeah. and they were dropping jerseys as well, I think in like Montreal and Edmonton. Uh-huh. So I think a Raptors fan. I wish I pulled up all the names, but like someone on Twitter posted, uh, I guess a parody of this uh-huh. at the Queen and Spadina McDonald's location. <laughs> oh man! So oh, I actually saw this on Twitter. Yes, not even and on then the, like, a fan, TV. and then a fan actually showed up, mm. and obviously there weren't any tickets there, but right. um, I don't know the details of the situation, but he ended up getting gifted the tickets to go to opening night. Really? Like someone stepped in and sorted it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. That's that's um, the um that's I mean the, um, that's
0: a gift really to give someone in life to 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 have them visit an iconic location such as the, the Queen and Spadina and McDonald's.
2: Yeah, I think
0: You're not really from Toronto until you've not only hopped on the five five ten Fairless, but also went to that McDonald's at two AM. Yeah. It's a quintessential Toronto experience.
2: Well, I think that's another location that should be mentioned um on the next Players Tribune essay. Yes. yes right? Yeah. Like like I think people right. People reading should know should know the full experience. And, and speaking of McDonald's, did you see in, in the US they're gonna start selling crispy cream donuts at select locations? You're not a big fan of yeah. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're
2: fine. I don't know. Appreciate all your reactions today. Well, they gas it up mid again. <laughs> <laughs> no, someone on Twitter said this is like uh the Warriors acquiring K D, man. Oh, it's not it's like when the Warriors acquired Demarcus Cousins. Uh n- New segment will's big purchase of the week, so you did come in today,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. this
2: is legit a
0: legit big purpose no,
2: purchase. this is this is um you've been talking about it this week, so you you bike a lot, um you know you you, you I guess you take the TTC a lot, yeah, the bus I don't and drive, stuff, yeah. but you have invested in the scooter, and you're very excited about
0: it, uh yeah, I, I'm sure everyone's here to very excited to hear about this, but um you know it, it's it's a decent scooter it was on sale fifteen percent off, you know, and that was a major reason why I purchased it, but yeah, it's been it's been solid. You know, it's been fun going to work and back. It's uh, catch me at Ramsden Park after work on Fridays. You know, going to play basketball when the weather's nice. So I'm gonna mm. be there in like 20 minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great scooter, electric. You said you're afraid to ride it. It's it only goes like 30 kilometers per hour. Like you you can you can ride this thing, man. It's like you, a bike. Yeah, I'm a little. Why are you shook about a scooter?
2: I don't know. I just don't want to get injured. You're not gonna get injured. Should I put on a? Hel- are you wearing a helmet when you're? If I find scootering? a helmet. That's scooting. Fits yeah if we, we requested brandeo to give us some elevator music as we chat about this yeah you all not almost no. don't fit this head Come no on, i'm really man. no i'm really happy for you man um and, and for me you know i don't know if you saw but adam sandler and the safty brothers are doing a new movie it's gonna be set in the world <laughs> yeah, it feels like the music's getting louder too and sports card collecting uh-huh pretty excited about that someone on twitter said it should be called uncut tens yeah what does that even mean because it's the grading of the cards <laughs> no. When's the nostalgia era for your generation
0: going to wash out because eventually it's going to be like people are going to be collecting like pokemon yellow uh, th-
2: yeah i think I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna wash out before that man before the era comes and washes me oh, out damn. so no super excited about that all right nets raptors tonight as we mentioned kem birch aka chemistry is back in the lineup uh any word on chris boucher i believe the last check he was still questionable
0: that's really unfortunate. I don't. I don't even know when he got hurt because I know he was sick, but then he was fine. Also, he gave us depth, so I really hope he was fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is a is this so, him, I, I hamstring
0: injury. Yeah, so it, he right? must have picked up a hamstring like in practice or something because we had actually seen him. There was there's enough time in between for him to recover from like a cold or whatever because it was a non COVID illness, so
2: Yeah, so yeah. the Nets were blown out at home.
0: really impressive. Yes, by the way, I made sure obviously to uh, to check out the previous game to sort of see. Uh, I mean, whatever. It's like scouting a team is just watching one game this year. So I watched the game. Man, Pelicans look really nice. First off, the physicality is off the charts. Mm-hmm. They got like that, you know, size across the board thing that the Raptors have, except they're even bigger across the board. Um, like the Raptors don't have a JV type, for example, right? But um, yeah, they 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 took it to them. And then just seeing Brand, Brandon Ingram versus KD, like obviously, I even I remember this when I used to cosplay as a. Uh, a co- college uh, <laughs> that basketball really, athlete. Yeah, that really worried me. Oh no, okay, no don't okay. worry. I didn't really actually cosplay. Uh, but that's not for me. But um, yeah, like it, it was like you watch those games and you were like, okay, what? Well, he, and he's coming into the draft there. It's mm. like him or Ben Simmons, and it was like, well, I don't know. This guy's like, he he could be like a KD type. Maybe not as good as KD because KD's generational, but. When you saw what Ingram did against Katie on the, the, opening night, I mean it was very impressive. Zion is a real problem. So, like, I, I mean, yes, my point is the, the the Nets did get washed and they got real problems, but also the Pelicans really deserve a lot of credit. Like, I think that's the one team that, that lives up to the hype when you think about season expectations and season pre- uh, predictions and all that stuff. I think the Pelicans are are, are them. They're they're them.
2: <laughs> We're doing them. Sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, There's they're, only one them allowed in each conference. Okay. Oh my god. Um yeah, no, I, I think you have a good point. Like I think that, that game said more about the Pelicans and maybe the Nets, but at the same time, after all the talk, you know, after all the divorce, not divorce in the off season of the Nets. Oh, of the Nets. <laughs> <That was laughs> oh my so god. Stressed. There's a like, lot what? of directions there. Anyways, Banter uh-huh. Pod coming soon. Yeah. Um we but it. but um like after all that to come out and lose by twenty two. Yeah. In your, in your home opener. Yeah. And Ben Simmons fouling out, which, again, how's he fouling out all the time?
0: Uh, It turns out when you haven't played basketball in like a year and a half, like, you know, it does kind of struggle to get back into it. I mean, like you and I, when we play basketball, no, that's fair. after the next an time, I'll probably commit 60 fouls
2: per run. Um, yeah, people don't know Will's actually a really dirty player. But uh, it's we're not gonna a dirty get into player. it another it's, time. It's a, it's a physical. No, every time you're getting league. beat in the low post, it just reaches a point where you're like, okay, man, I'm just going to grab him on the next play. No, I don't grab anybody. I just reach in. That's what happens. And hopefully got the ball. But Kyrie wasn't, you know, Kyrie had a subpar performance as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't shoot the ball well. And listen, it's a one game. Like, I get it. It's one game. So no, they just don't have wings. See, but...
0: That's the thing. That's where it's a very interesting matchup because it's another game just like Cleveland where Cleveland had no wings that you were worried about. Like, Chetty Osmond hitting corner threes or, like, hitting Fred on a moving screen was all you really had to worry about from the wing position. Obviously, they have KD, right? And that's a big problem. But, like, they don't have, like, in-between players, like, those six nine essentially Raptors players that they can use to sort of plug in the gaps because right now they don't have two way players, especially two way wings. They have a lot of small guards who can't really defend all that effectively. Honestly Kyrie, he's very competitive, so he actually gets into the ball and stuff like that. But if Kyrie's like your headline perimeter defender on uh, you know, that's 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 really tough. And yeah, they don't have true size either. So they're 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 kind of half a team. But we kind of know this about about Brooklyn.
2: Oh, basically, yeah. So you're not so you're not that shook about Brooklyn this year, because remember last year we were no, so I mean, shook about having to see them in the play-in. No, and that's all a one-game
0: thing, though. Like a one-game thing, KD might go off for fifty. You know, like how could you not be shook about that? Mm-hmm. Or even Kyrie could go off for fifty.
2: Yeah, so. it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what uh, what Nick Nurse comes up with, because this is the first time that they're going to see them with the ben, with uh, Ben well, Simmons. Right? Remember when we talked to when I talked to
0: Nick Nurse. Uh, you Know before the first day of the show about the ZMT defense he did for the London Towers, he <laughs> might need to do a little ZMT to uh to, to 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 KD and Kyrie. ZMT sounds
2: sick, by the way. Yeah, no, that's sounds a good, like a crazy, cool, no, that's a great defensive term. scheme. Well, th- I know people are asking, like, oh, like, what's go- what are they gonna do with Ben Simmons? I think it's gonna be like, remember when Ronde was on the team, <laughs> <laughs> yo, what Ronde,
0: my favorite thing was Ronde was like he would handle the ball because like he's not an off ball threat. He's not yeah. really that much of an on-ball threat either, but he, he, they so they let him handle the ball in the middle of the floor, and then Kyle Lowry would set these screens, but then Rondé's man would sag back so far because Rondé wasn't a threat to shoot that Kyle was essentially setting a screen in the paint while Rondé was above the three-point arc, and it would actually work. So, yeah, try that out, Steve Nash.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's what's Why does Steve happen. Nash sign up for this job, bro? He's he's too good for this. So, Steve Nash, you know your footy. He's he's like a part-time owner. He's like a part-owner of Tottenham. Is yeah. that is that
0: right? I mean... Which, which League club isn't a part owner of Tottenham.
2: Uh. Oh man. Um, but yeah, he, he really doesn't need this. No, he literally doesn't need this. Like it's the anti-mad devil. The only, the only, I think the only day that he enjoyed this job was that one game when KD scored like 50. Oh, and then he and hugged
0: then, him. <laughs> he hugged him. He hugged him for dear life. And like, can... thank you, KD. And KD's like, get off
2: me. I, <laughs> I want you fired. No. And can you list me another day that Steve Nash has enjoyed the job? <sighs> well, you know, the last day of the season. All right. <laughs> he probably God damn. enjoys that day. Goddamn. Anyway, well, well, now it's time for Between the Lines, brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. So today's bet for me: Raptors are plus two and a half against Brooklyn. Mm. You know, I'm always taking the Raptors. Give give me. I think there's a good reason to take the Raptors. Give me man. the path to victory tonight for the Raptors, please. Uh,
0: Raptors grab fifteen to twenty offensive rebounds. Probably twenty. Okay. I think that you need that. I think that's where I, I was asking about Chris. Like, it would be nice if Chris was available. He does actually have a really good track record against Brooklyn as well. But, yeah, you, got to, you get a lot of extra uh, possessions. You crash the glass hard, and, and maybe you shoot the same percentages roughly as Brooklyn, um, but you, you take, like, 15 more shots because you're able to force more turnovers and win the possession battle. Like, this is a team that doesn't have the physicality and the athletes to sort of match the Raptors, so you got to go to the glass a lot, win a lot of extra possessions. Raptors' Nets games are usually high-scoring as well. And, you know, they kind of get out for them, too. That's the thing with the Nets. It's like they're not just like a, a, a poorly constructed team, but they're also a team where teams actually come hard at them because they do have some great players. Um, and, yeah, but I, I like the Raptors. So you're telling me to give me two and a half as well? I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Raptors.
2: Yeah, you know, so much talk, to about just this early part of the schedule and how difficult it is. Like, I, I, I like it, man. Like, I, I want to see how the Raptors match up against these teams because these are the teams you're going to need to beat anyways. Like, yeah. why, like, why start off with, like, a schedule against, like, I don't know. I don't even know who the bad teams are. Like, the Charlottes, I you mean know, Orlando look pretty good, too. Like, I'd rather play these teams right off the jump. Like, let's size up yeah. and let's see what's up.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing, too. It's like, I want to see how these style of games will go. Like, we're going to come up against Miami twice and then Philly twice. What are the adjustments going to look like from game to game? And what are the styles are you going to play against them? I mean, it's going to be hard to beat a team back-to-back. Um, but still, I think tactically, it'll be more interesting, especially with a guy like Nick. So, that was between the lines brought to you by Bat Rivers. It's a whole new game um and yeah Alex we got a minute here before we go uh what are
2: your weekend plans uh weekend plans uh, watching the Raptors tonight um watching mm. the Raptors tomorrow yeah uh working on my manuscript and seeing my parents on Sunday my, wow. my life is what, really what a good Asian my Sunday. life this is really is, that's unbelievable. my life is really boring for for the next couple months all right yeah. well can you explain the cardigan then yeah uh, cardigan by needles yeah I don't know by needles. it's not it's not it's not reversible somebody asked it's not reversible. i mean
0: every cardigan is reversible I mean, it just doesn't not, look good reversed
2: uh, anyways yeah have a great have a great weekend everybody yeah have a great weekend
0: um you know watch the raptors and uh tune in live tonight after the game you know post game show you know yes react pod the react pod check that yeah
2: love the react pod yeah you
0: i I catch you listening to the react pod all the time on your bike across the city this is yeah. all I do, man. Yeah. yeah. We're not even kidding. Yeah, All right. Well, that does it for us today. We filled enough airtime. I'm your host, Will Lew, and You've been listening to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. We're brought to you by Bett Rivers. It's a whole new game. Make sure you find The Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. And please rate and review our show. Reminder, we're streaming live on Sportsnet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360. Monday to Friday from two to three PM. Thanks again to producer and co-host Alex Wong, our board producer Derek Brandale, and Jennifer on the helping us with the YouTube streams. Thanks to Jay e. Skeets for helping us with the first segment, and we'll be back next week.